what's going on world it's your girl simone and you are yet tuned into another episode of bonnets and durags a pillow talk podcast shout out to everybody who came to my bonnets and durags pillow talk party on saturday in flatbush it was a lituation we had the bar packed out everybody represented in their their velvet durags their silkies even some polys bonnets everything and shout out to the sponsors that came through too curls came through with uh, a sponsorship gift bag with two full-size products that was lit was looking out for my all my natural hair kings and queens and um mario lee this guy lionel that i went to school with um and his brother have a clothing line and they hand stitched um, custom bonnets and do rags for the party and headbands. Oh, right. I was like, and he was like, yeah, I woke up this morning at like 6 a.m. and did this. Um, so yeah, no, shout out to the both of them. I really appreciate that. And shout out to DJ TGIF, my, my good friend from back home. He always knows how to turn up a party. And shout out to my new friend Skip, Skip from BK. He helped me hold it down and host it as well. So thank you all for coming out. We're definitely going to have another one soon. So stay tuned for that. So Today, I have uh, the lovely gentleman of Debonair Douchebags. What's going on? Welcome to the show. Y'all out here doing a press run, as I understand. Ah. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's not call it that. Let's, let's, <laughs> this is a press run. Let's remain humble. Humble servants. <laughs> that is absolutely what it is. Yes, you are humble servants. But yes, no, they are hailing from Brooklyn, New York. You all are from Brooklyn, right? Nah, Queens. Oh, oh. oh. Southside. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Me and Marcus so, are from Brooklyn. Ha- okay. <laughs> hailing from greater nah, New York we, City. We accepted Jelani. We, 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 I was born Wait, somewhere Wait, you else. weren't born in Brooklyn? I was born in Stanford. I moved around seven. Yeah, if you, Stanford. Yo, when Twitter in Connecticut. What? You're not from the city. I'm good on every Malcolm X Boulevard. Okay. My client was here during his teenage years. That's what Yo, when Twitter finally elementary and high school. That's important. Those are really is. I'm done. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna go ahead and read y'all a little bio or whatever, so I can give you a proper introduction. Um. So Debonair Douchebags was inspired by the founder, Marcus Travis K. Hill, living in a community filled with men that have unfilled dreams and women with unforgiving responsibilities. The inspiration behind Debonair Douchebags was to educate and motivate young men that they too can be suave, classy, empowered, intelligent and look grand while doing so. Debonair Douchebags is comprised of a league of extraordinary gentlemen who charge themselves with the responsibility (laughs) of staying at the top of their game, whether it be health, wealth, nutrition, appearance, and being well-versed in current events. A real man should be a jack of all trades and a master of all. This is like, I think you made this site like what, two years ago? You remember yeah. writing this? Corinthians yeah. 4, 7, <laughs> Son, Yo, I haven't heard <laughs> Some that. ancient shit. Yo, I haven't heard that like read. This sounds actually pretty yeah. fucking cool. Like, yeah. I don't read that shit when I'm like, I have kids and shit. This is elite. <laughs> Let me tell you what your mission statement is. Oh, so, you uh, speak eloquently, dress fashionably, invest wisely, and aim to conquer. Do you all feel like you still Yo, have those things? When was the last time you were on your site? Niggas got a mission statement. Niggas got a mission statement. You're right. <laughs> Y'all official. Wow. <laughs> but thank you guys for coming. So I want you to go around thank the room and just us. introduce yourself. Um, I don't know why Marcus' name was in that. That was weird. But my name, my, my name, <laughs> my name is Travis. Uh, Travis Hill, born with a charm on Twitter, Instagram. Um, created Devin at Douchebags. 
I, I didn't. I, I thought like your first name was Marcus, and just nah. like, I was mad confused. But I didn't want to interrupt her because her voice is mad nice, and she's saying, oh, thank it's you. saying it so graciously. So I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> Damn, you Marcus hacked the site and put the shit. Wait. <laughs> so who's the real creator? Huh? Me. You. Okay. Yeah, man, All right. Oh, we're going like this. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. My name is Marcus. That's, that's What's your name on Twitter? Via Jet Jaguar. You're Via Jet Jaguar. Oh my God. Via Jet Jaguar. If you guys Wow, you're Via Jet Jaguar. Oh, wow. You're being wow. mad, modest. You're mad annoying on social media. Just wow. Marcus, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're cool. Uh, what's up? Um, this is CJ at Basso Williams on Instagram. At what? At Basso Williams. Okay. This nigga's a terrorist. My name is Jelani at Wale on Twitter. <laughs> oh, you are damn lying. Don't do it. So um, at Dapper underscore Dapple. Um, I'm back. Yeah, because you uh, got Tell them why you're back. I got suspended for a threatening violence on someone. It was, <laughs> I spoke hypothetically about what I would do if someone like touched my son. Stop playing with and him. Was, can you tell us, Ruby? I didn't even know that I was know, a thing. A, I didn't yeah. know that happened. It was, can you, do you hold, 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 can you, can, is the case closed? You could talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Talk to them. <laughs> Statue of limitations over. All right. All right. Um, it was, you remember that video that dude like beating up the lady in the hallway? And, like, oh, yeah. Wow. That, yeah. So they said, no, it wasn't famous. It was just a random person. I'm assuming it was the Bronx because the hallway looked very dirty. Of course. I think um, <laughs> Yo. <laughs> it was, and someone said that, oh, that the lady was in charge of taking care of his, his um, child or whatever, and I think she was beating the kid. So I was like, and I was like, honestly, I don't know what I would do if someone put their hands on my child like that. I'd probably would do the same thing. Someone reported the tweet, and then Twitter suspended me. Did it go out of all of Did it hit platinum? Did. That's why they reported no, it? wasn't even viral. It, it was definitely wild. Like, hey, that's common. It was definitely wild. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, understand something. Yo, leave all if the we see you on the streets. Right. <laughs> well, if you want to work with us, no, that'd be cool. <laughs> if we, if we no, finish your statement. Finish your statement. <laughs> if we see you in the streets, let's have a meeting about Wale. Wale. <laughs> let's have an honest <laughs> conversation. <laughs> Yo, Wale, so that's crazy. I'm done. More about nothing. Okay, so I have to ask you, so why are you glamorizing the term douchebags? Because that uh, normally has a negative connotation. Oh, uh, well, it's juxtaposed to stand next to Devonair, so it's just a contradiction. It's just, honestly, you know, I have a friend that said, this is not going to work. Like, he told me that straight off the back. He said, really? this is not going to work. Um, I think you should change your name. And we're here five years later. Ooh. So, I mean, so you know, I joke about it with him now. Like, he don't want me to joke about Like, he, he yeah. like, rolls his eyes when I bring it up. But mm-hmm. it's just like, no, nah, I was like, bro, like, this is going to catch people. It's Even if you don't care, you know what it is. Like, if you might not even give a give a fuck about debonair douchebags i bet you know what it is right you might see us you've on seen you've seen something you know mm-hmm. we've been on ig before photo shoots was cool on ig yes, like we've been doing it for photo a minute shoots. i remember that last yeah, summer yeah. well i mean we've been doing it since what 2014 yeah 14 yeah. Oh, okay. we've been doing photo shoots between before like ig really like took off mm. so like we've been we've been around for a minute so yeah. it's kind of cool but debonair douchebags I just felt like it needed to be next to each other because, mm. you know. You needed the alliteration. Yeah, course, you know, yeah. everybody might not agree that they're a douchebag, but I feel like everybody here is a right. douchebag. Because, like, what, what do you mean? So the everybody has that, a little bit of douche in them. Yes, definitely. definitely. What's your douche percentage? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to, when I'm when I'm actively speaking, because mm-hmm. I don't do a lot of speaking outside, like, when I'm with my friends, when I'm actively speaking, I'm going to say, like, I'm like smooth 70%. Damn, that's a lot. Yeah, I'm just naturally, Why, I just naturally just scoff. Like, I'm just, <laughs> like, I can't have a conversation and not be sarcastic. Just, just That's just me, though. Okay, but sarcasm doesn't equate to douche. 
in context, kind of it kind of dances the line. Like okay. I'm not, a, I'm not like making you feel uncomfortable. But if I'm having a conversation with you, my way of being funny is me gonna be sarcastic. So you're being stop. covert with it because I, when I think of douchebags, I think of like you're overtly being a dickhead. That'll be me. Yeah, that would oh. be him. Oh, that's you. <laughs> yeah, right, I was gonna, gonna, it to you. <laughs> I was gonna let, I was gonna let us walk work around okay. the room and explain because Marcus will tell you he's not a douchebag at all. Interesting. Yeah, and it's you? crazy because the world thinks that he is. Oh yeah, the Marcus and I actually had a hard to heart like a couple weeks back and he was like bro I don't even understand like why I'm up here because I'm not a douchebag at all (laughs) and I was just like Marcus you're a douchebag he was like it's fine that you think that you're not though but it's great (laughs) it's crazy so Marcus tell me your uh, douchebag percentage I mean I'm still trying to figure it out I really don't like. I go out of my way. I just yo, you know. On remember, I was telling you I, I had to kill time after work. Yeah, I helped a lady cross the. Shut street. up! <laughs> so you a damn liar. Yo, but I'm. I'm He's so probably not lying, ass. but shut up. Exactly. You gotta stay on brand. On, on brand at all times. On <laughs> brand. I like. I don't feel like. I only reason. Only way I could see like someone saying I'm a douchebag is like if you're wrong. I'm gonna let you know. Like okay. if it's if it's if it's significant and it can affect people other than you, I'm Same. gonna let you know. And um, the way that I let you know might not be as sugar coated as you want. Mm. So that could be received as some kind of so in percentages. What is that? Hundred percent. I guess. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> but I then you're saying outspoken people are douchebags. Then, but you have the right to be outspoken. I mean, I don't. I just don't be nervous. People be nervous. Mm. I don't be nervous. So you're about, not fr- afraid to like break the news or tell somebody what they don't want to hear. I just know who I am. Okay. I feel like a lot of people don't know who they are. Yeah. What does you're that even mean, though? Because <laughs> I, I feel like you have to. You know, you know how you think about like if a car was coming towards you, what would you do? You're like, son, I would jump off the hood, backflip off the top, and land. But you don't know what you would do until a car comes towards you. Mm-hmm. But I've been in that situation and did what I thought I would do. And a mm. car came towards me. A car came towards me, and I jumped off the hood. <laughs> Backflipped off the top and landed. You did so it. now, so now I know who I am. So it's yeah. just like people don't really. I'm not impressed it's like it by sound like a childish Gambino interview. Right. <laughs> Come on. Can I um, ask a secondary follow up question to that? Of course. Um. So, oh shoot, hold on. Yeah, you got like three just, more of the douchebags. Right. Too, um. Oh, I wanted to ask you. Um. How long did it take you to get to your your um, self awareness journey? Um. Damn. I mean. I thought I thought I had it for years. Like I thought I had it for like maybe like six, seven years. But I was always kind of like, I don't know if I'm faking it. I don't know if I'm really like this. Mm. And then I had a year where I did a lot in one year, and I survived a lot. And when I came back, I was like, I'm the man. I, I shouldn't even it. be alive right now. I'm the man. So I hear that. Man, that's really what it is. I love it. What about you, CJ? Um, with me, it's pretty similar. Um. I just don't sugarcoat at all. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm giving you <laughs> what I what I tell you is what I feel you need to know, mm-hmm. and it's the truth. <laughs> Yo, why you laughing? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's what I tell you is what I feel like you need to know, and I'm and I owe you that honesty. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna tell you no lies at that was all wonderful. at no point in time. Yeah. Interesting. So I did um, uh, just a little bit of research, and I see that you have a daughter. Yes, yes. yes. So how does uh, your oh, douchebagness play now. into your parenthood? <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm coming with receipts, okay? I'm <laughs> sure. Uh, yo, I peeped, I peeped the friend request, and I was like, yo, who is this, right? And it's I me. checked. I said, oh, it's you. So, okay, cool. <laughs> I know it's going to bite me. Um, no, not in a bad way. All right, cool. So repeat that question one more time. Oh, I said, how does your douchebagness play into your parenting style? Um, I keep it completely separate. <laughs> okay. So, um, 
me and me and my daughter's mother we co-parent mm-hmm. um so when my daughter sees me i'm like an angel mm-hmm. outside of that i do exactly whatever i want whenever <laughs> i want but whatever i showcase to her i want to make sure i'm painted in the best light mm-hmm. so she'll respect me in that way and in the future whenever she sees a man she'll want that same aspect mm, okay I, you know what i mean yeah. i know what i do is maybe wrong as far as the <laughs> truthfulness um and i don't want her to find another gentleman like me i'm a douchebag so i don't want to find. but that's not an excuse it's not an excuse <laughs> so right. so what are you going to tell your daughter when she grows up about guys who are assholes or her tr- who mistreat her um there's no one gonna mistreat her oh okay. as long as i'm here Heard that's you. A fact. yeah <laughs> big fact good answer mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you Jelani? um i don't i can't name percentage i think my my um my flavor of douchebaggery is like I like I like to discuss things. I like to talk. I like to bro. Your shit is off the. the I like. Scale. <laughs> I like to. Scale? I like to you know educate. You know what I'm saying. Um, I like to tell people what I feel, and I like I like to op- like welcome other people's thoughts into how I feel too. But I'm gonna let you know like I feel this way, and I'm right because X Y Z. You know what I'm saying. So there's a lot. I feel like people are. There's a lot of people out here sheep. Honestly, like and be on social media like. You see how many people's just like sheep, or people's not man of their words, mm-hmm. or woman of their words, or like people get upset about this, that, and the third, but don't have that same energy for this, that, and the third. And I'm gonna bring it up, and I'm gonna let you know, and people are gonna get mad at that. And that's just what always happens. Like mm-hmm. I always let people know, like, oh, well, when this happened, you didn't say nothing about it, but when this is going on, you know, mm. you got everything to say, and you know, that's just my. I give it up. Hmm, you know? So you're like the mm-hmm. king of call out culture. I mm-hmm. call. Out, I don't <laughs> believe in these cultures. I just let people. I like consistency. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big you. fan of consistency. Everyone on on social media is all about consistency, right? I'm a big fan of it. Like, just always be who you are. So you'd rather be loud and wrong. You gonna be calling me out? Quiet and, I, and right. I, no, I'll be. I don't mind being wrong. Like, I like being wrong. I'll retweet when someone corrects me on something. I'll retweet it and be like. Boom, thank you for telling me that. You okay. know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to bring it up to someone else later on and yeah. be right later on. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> so you don't learn from being Emma right. Later. Yeah, you don't learn from being right. Yeah. You learn from being wrong. I mean, I, it seems like you're very opinionated. So what does it take for someone to sway your opinion on something? Um, If I have a moment where I'm like, hmm, I didn't think about that. Because if I'm going into an argument with someone, I think about what they're going to say first, and then I think about what I'm going to say. Um, so if you say something, I'm like, oh, I didn't think about that way, and that makes sense. Like, I'm a logical person. So if I, if I feel like you're being logical and I think what you're saying, you know, is, is a good counter to my point, I'm like, cool, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. That, that makes sense, you know. I feel you. Okay. So um, my next question was actually, um, so how are you each, like, actively uplifting your peers and other black men um, in your daily lives? Like, what do you do, and what kind of behavior would you want from someone else? Please, please don't start with me. Uh, okay. I'll speak on it, actually. Okay. Um, or no, CJ. So okay. I, yeah, I want to speak. Um, so I have a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of mentees. Um, they look up to me because uh, I, I present a certain light of kind of freedom. I do exactly what I want when I want. Um, but there's a level of respect that I give perception because perception is key. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I do is try to lead them to make sure that they understand what they give <clears throat> to the public can be viewed as complete truth, as in... Uh, it may what you paint to the public um, may be a lie, but what they see is reality. So I'm, I make sure that they're aware or self-aware of what they present. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I do like a variety of things, but um, I don't like to talk on things that I'm not like well researched in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I don't 
I don't say anything that I don't know about. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, like even when um like even when Joanne was like talking about social media, like uh like I don't I don't even tweet about things I don't, I don't know about. Like, I'll leave an entire... I see a conversation going. I see, like, it's, it's popular, and I won't even touch it because I don't, I don't have any opinion. I mean, like, my realm is, like, romance and, like, relationships and stuff like that. If it's not about that, I don't really... I, I got logic. I can always logic something out, but if I don't know if I don't know about it, I don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. I can't say I specify on, like, black men, per se. Like, I, I kind of just... I want people to be good people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm kind of, like, a human kind of person. Yeah. And um, I do a lot of different things, but again, I, I always relate it back to romance and relationships. So, like right now, I got a um, right now I, I run a freelance clinic. I talk about that a lot. Like uh, I, I have a. Oh wait, I didn't think I knew that. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about it, if that's okay. Research research. Well, shut up. It's not like advertising. Yeah, but to say it's not at the forefront. Shut up, Travis. It's kind of like a invite only kind of thing but okay but um pretty much like i have like a rolling clientele right now and it it, it, it increases like every month and it's just people that have my phone number and they just you know do consultations they do i do a lot of, like relationship therapy stuff mm. like that but it's freelance because i'm not licensed yet mm. but, you know that's my goal to be a to have a phd in psychology and relation and mating theory really mm-hmm. but you know i just i do a lot of i do a lot of studying about it, do a lot of research on it so interesting yeah, so i have like Right now, the last time I talked about it, I had, like, a clientele between, like, 60 and 70. And, like, we're closing into, like, 90 right now. So, this is, you're, you have clients who come in person and at a distance, too. Some. Most of them most of them are just people that just have my phone number and just call me whenever they want. A lot of them are, like, FaceTime people. A lot of them, I do, like, house visits. I do, like, walks in the park. It's just a conversation. You wow. know what I mean? So, but I have, like, a theory. I have, like, a lot of opinions on romance. So, mm-hmm. it's, like, I try to guide, and especially men. With mm-hmm. that, I try to guide it, especially men, because I can relate to them in a certain way um, about how they need to deal with feelings and like masculinity and things like that. Like people, I'm wearing a tote. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> I mean, like, like, like we got this tote for free at work, and mm-hmm. I was talking to my coworker, and he's like, I'm like, are you like the tote we got? And he's like, I can't wear that. And I'm like, damn, like, you, you, you're defined mm-hmm. by your tote. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, like. Like, it's just, like, situations like that. Like, again, like I, like I said in the intro, like, I know who I am, so something like a tote can't, like, affect me. You yeah. know what I mean? Okay. I'm trying to show guys how that can even work for you. How, like, me and my tote versus, like, ten guys in North Faces, I'm probably going to win. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just, like, I don't know. I help guys in that way. I don't have, like, a mentee kind of. I had, I had a mentee that I was helping. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't really... It's kind of like it's unorthodox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do the two of you see yourselves as mentor le- mentors? Like, would you claim that you are a mentor? You would, um, I think definitely, because I, I have the awareness. Mm-hmm. So I know when I'm doing wrong, I know I'm doing wrong. Mm-hmm. When I'm doing right, I know I'm doing right. So as long as I can preach that same awareness that I'm doing right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The reason why I ask is because there sometimes there's this idea of like creating a mentor mentee relationship, and people kind of feel like. It doesn't have to be like identified in that way. You kind of just attract people and bring people under your wing. So I wasn't sure if there was like this idea around. I, I think that's like a my bad. I think that's like a not a dangerous thing to do, but I feel like 
there was a time where everyone was like, I'm a mentor and I'm yeah. this is my yeah, mentor. Yeah, right, and right. That, that's not it's helpful. It's kind of like the creative director phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> or now it's influencer, you know yes, what I'm saying? It's the same everyone thing. is, I, I'm a mentor, but what are you really doing to help this person? Yes, you know what I'm saying? How like, are you really guiding Y'all kicking people? and going to brunch and getting mimosas, but like, what is that? Y'all both, and you can, we can go through struggles together, but. Or like we're I'm going to struggle, you're going through something because we're all just dealing with something, right? Yeah. But like if you're my mentor, we can't be in the same realm of life. We can't Correct. be in the same plane. Like we can't be in the same chapter in the book. You know what Correct. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got to be in a different book. Like I'm in my book. You know what I'm saying? So and that's a lot of that's what's happening. Especially when I was like out of college, like just leaving college, that was like a big thing. Mentors and mentees, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't really. My mentor is is a principal of a high, of a high school in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Nice. My mentor can't be a teacher. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. we're the same. You know what I'm saying? It so can't you be like you gotta that. outsource that. You gotta have some type of skill set to yeah. be to have that title. Because if not, you're just friends. Well, well for Ooh, me, it's a little different. So for me, it's, it's, it's in regards it's in regards to like wavelength. So I can be like he, he's my same age. Mm-hmm. I could be in a different realm than him. He's giving me wisdom on his realm, mm-hmm. and I'll consider him a, me- a mentor. Okay. You know what I mean? Because there's something I don't know about. Because it's a different lane. Correct. Got yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have anything to do with age or gender. No, it doesn't. It's literally how you operate in your space. Correct. And if you can learn from that person and vice versa. Expertise. Interesting. Mm-hmm. True, true, true. Yeah. Um, I just, I'm always trying to preach to my peers, and I get, I don't, I wouldn't say that I have any mentees, but I know that, that I have a specific group of you know, young men that look up to look look up to me or pay attention to what I'm doing. I'm very mindful of that. Mm-hmm. Um, just like CJ say, perception is r- very key. Like people mm-hmm. really think you are something else until they have a conversation with you, or you know, like younger dudes be like, "Yo, mm-hmm. big bro, you doing boom, 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 boom," and I have to sit them down. I'm like, "Yo, this is what it looks like, but this is what it is." Mm-hmm. And I'm always trying to preach to people like, you need to re- understand your value. So I notice that myself, I'm very confident. But I still under, like, I always try to undervalue because I don't like ever seeming uh, braggadocious, Mm -hmm. even though it might come off that way anyway, but I'm very mindful of that. So I'm always trying to remind people to be mindful of their value and what they give to the people surrounding you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, whatever I can do to amplify any dude that's, you know, I consider a friend or endeavoring douchebags or anybody that's around me or my, my young dudes is just like, you have to be mindful of what you have and what you carry and what you give to the rest of the world and you need to be amplifying that keeping keeping that in mind at all times because that's how everybody else is paying attention to you right so it seems like there's a commonality here of you technically raising young men you know aside from you just being a teacher you also have a son too Mm. and you also um, seem to be a a mentor for young men so what are some of the challenges that come with trying to, to to raise young boys into men I think um, I think like thinking about all that I've learned about um, my problematicness, mm-hmm. you know, like how we were raised in a in like a very uh, I don't like using toxic masculinity. Oh. I don't like using the term, but I know I was raised with with ideals that were not conducive to looking at everyone as an equal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so like having to unlearn those things and then making sure like my students um, understand like yo you 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 calling a kid gay is not okay right that's not that's not like an insult you know don't call it, like 
people are gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shouldn't be your... That's the reality way. right now, 2018. Yeah, yeah. And that shouldn't be your way to insult someone. You know what I'm saying? Um, you can... There's, there's other ways to go about those type of situations rather than putting someone down or whatever. And I think that goes back to, like, um, what y'all was talking about earlier about being good people. Mark was saying, like, being good people. Like, raising boys to be, like, men, right? Because like, I do believe in being a man and being a strong man, but being a good person as well mm-hmm. um, while I'm trying to be a good person. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, I preach uh, image, like, I'll be at, I'm in education as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, you are? Okay. Yeah, I'm in education as well. So, no, it's not, not big, I'd rather actually not have shared that. Oh. <laughs> it's here now. Um, I Like, I preach confidence and, like, self-awareness to my kids like you know everybody can't be like the kid that has all the long hair like as kids you don't think that boys are really affected by all this image all the image pressures that women are and they really are are. i see that with my fourth graders last year like you know there's two friends one is like a really he's a bigger child Mm -hmm. and another kid is like he's like the basketball star and like this kid gets all the attention and you know i can see that it bothers him because he doesn't get the same kind of attention and i have Mm -hmm. to have those conversations where i was like you have to understand that you wear your confidence on your sleeve and you have to understand okay so that is his strength what is now your strength so i'm Mm -hmm. always like reinforcing positivity with my kids or like Mm -hmm. i guess my mentees in that in that sense i always want to remind them like you have something special to offer regardless of what you may look like but Mm -hmm. you have something that's going on up top that you can offer that he might can't he cannot offer I love that. I'm talking about some we... ratchet shit. We're okay. talking about this positivity. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. You want to talk about the ratchet? That's our problematic. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let me let me let me shake it up for you. Then. Two sides to every so. coin. <laughs> So at work, um, so I work for um, a, a black-owned digital media company. Um, I think I, I've mentioned before that I work for Bossip, Madame okay. Noir. So I do oh, oh, so you be man. writing the fire? No, oh. everyone always asks me that. No. That ain't me. I don't fuck with no black. No offense, I fuck it's with okay. you. I don't fuck with no black publication. Why? What do they do for they be us? Wilding. What if they? What if? Okay. This is why. You like this is why. I, this is why. <laughs> When when Kanye said that shit, just follow me. When Kanye said that shit um, about slavery was a choice, right? Uh-huh. Everyone was up in arms. There's a million think pieces. He's canceled. We hate him. Ah uh-uh. ah. Drake literally comes out in blackface. Everyone's silent. Super crazy. <laughs> Not everyone's boss. Of, I didn't see no articles. We I posted even, something. Niggas was there was no think pieces. It was just like Pusha T drops a picture of Drake in blackface. You said hmm. yeah, and then left it at that. Okay. Like yeah, yeah. no, okay. no one said it. And his and his his response, right? His it his. Not it was like, oh, I was doing this to highlight why you niggas couldn't get jobs. Like oh, I was doing this because it's hard for us to get jobs. There was no apology. And he did this thing that that um that white people do, where he's like, oh, well, my African friend was right there with me. My black friend was there with me no, as well. I didn't even know it was that. I, I peeped it. I peeped yeah. game, right? But let Kanye say some shit. You know what I'm saying? But, this is, but hold on. This is a Kanye advocate we talk about. And, yeah. I know, for like sure. president for sure. of but that's the what about the, That's what I'm talking about. The energies don't be the same. And a lot of the black publications don't do it. Like, you have such a, uh, not you, but mm-hmm. they have such a, 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 a audience. It's never used to promote anything. Like, mm-hmm. it's used to promote mess and garbage. 
think that's kind of, I, I, think I cannot say opinion. anything. Yeah. I have, I've signed an NDA. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's but totally fine. I just want to know who write the fire captions. I want to shoot It ain't They do have fire captions. Captions being thrawling. Like, I actually press, I have no business pressing gossip links. But after I read the captions. Yes, you do. That's how I make money. So after I read the captions, I was like, yo, this caption is old. I got to know. Because they got the link game, like, on point. Yeah, that's they got that all smashed. It's like I was telling you, like, like if I don't if I don't know about it, like I don't touch it. I don't. I'm like I think I think the first time I seen a bicep like title, it says something about somebody getting their shit smashed to smithereens. Smithereens, (laughs) yo, that's when I started paying attention to. That's the the vocabulary. (laughs) Smithereens, that shit had my attention. Immediately, (laughs) immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what I wanted to mention is today um, for Madame Noir. uh, one of the girls in the social team wrote underneath a post and said something about um, our black men not attracted to black women oh, who <laughs> who aren't IG model esque anymore. Oh my god! And you had don't, a don't, flood don't of sigh, comments. Guys. Don't don't sigh. No no no. Brothers. Let's have an honest conversation so about let's, it. Let's go. So are are we <laughs> are Onward. we are That's we silly. fantasizing over uh, black women, chocolate women who have crazy bodies? You know. Big tits, big ass, got the the natural fro. So it almost seems like it's like a, a non-realistic black woman. So mm-hmm. we're fetishizing over Why those women. Why are women allowed to fetishize over Michael B. Jordan then? Who is not the average Ooh, I don't man. want to know. Oh, not, let's not start there. Let's not start there. What, but that's, what you mean not average? About, see, so combative. You, you, you see that wrist? <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on a second. No, I'm I, I definitely want to. I want to address the point that I do. I do think that people. I do think that people are fetishizing these like this certain image of a woman and mm-hmm. thinking that and holding it as a standard of beauty while pushing other women to the side that are natural, are um, maybe thicker, are darker, or this, that, and the third um, that don't fit that mold. And I think that's a problem as well, right? Mm-hmm. But I I think it, it gets weird when when it's like, well, why do men? Why do men? Why do men? I th- it. Not saying it happens the same on both sides. I'm not trying to like go tit for tat or anything like that because I think that when men do it, it's more detrimental to women. But it, it happens as well on the other side. So are you offended that we fetishize? Never over offended. Never, never offended. offended. I actually don't never really care. Never offended. Okay. I don't but it's just all. like never I offended. had this conversation. She actually works for uh, another publication as well with a friend that works for another publication, and she likes to push the notion of like, oh, y'all niggas, y'all don't give a fuck about black women, and I I agree with her. I think that black women are the least sought out after, with all men, not just black mm. men. Yeah, all men. They're yeah. the least sought out after. But I like black women, yeah. so mm-hmm. I be I be trying to I be trying to sympathize with her. I'm like, listen, I'm not a black woman, so I I can't say I yeah. get it, mm-hmm. but I'm here. I'm but with I'm you, here. though. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> I'm with you, sis. You know what I'm saying? But like her thing is always like, oh niggas this, niggas that. I guess I gotta do this, and I just feel like, <laughs> all right, y'all know Hey Friend Hey, right? Yeah. yeah. You know how like oh, Hey Friend Hey has bad. like amazing shape and like mm-hmm. natural Ooh, hair, and she smells good. Who is this? All right, I've That's kind of actually creepy. the Read podcast, live podcast. Okay, nah, Hey Friend Hey. She's, she's pretty awesome. I but, like, so. I feel like what black women feel that black men are only interested in black women if they kind of have the Coke bottle shape and they yeah. have the, the really big afro. Yeah. And, like, like that's nice to look at. But, like, I feel like any real man of sense knows that that's not realistic. Like, every mm-hmm. woman that you might meet and might be attracted to is not going to look like that. But you could get close, though. Yeah, but, okay. It should be used as motivation, honestly. But... Motivation for whom? <laughs> like to hit the gym, and that's what I for. Like, like, for who? For you or for the woman? No, for the woman. Like, so wait, 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 wait. Back it up. Back it up. Jesus. 
Back it up. So you telling me. Your girl Kelly. Yeah, take your headphones off. So you're telling me you're scrolling on IG and you um pass by Amara Lenegra's post and you may or may not think she's attractive. But most people I don't even know who that is. Oh, okay. Well she was on Living Hip Hop, the Dominican woman. Say Bria Miles. Say Bria Miles. Okay, Bria Miles. Uh-oh. Bria Miles, for example. He's locked in now. Locked yeah, <laughs> Bria Miles. So you're you're in bed doing that, and your girl look over at you like, oh, who that? Uh-uh, whatever. Oh, you love girls that look like that. And so then you're like, no, but I mean, she's cute to look at, whatever. But you know, how about like, you know, see, she got her body right. Why don't you, let's, oh, like, no, I would you know, never do that. What, what would you do? Like, what's the, Okay. how are you bringing the situation up? I got you. So, um, again, like I said, I'm, I'm completely honest. So if she was to see me scrolling and, see me watching a pic she says oh that's what you like i said no i'm very attracted to that person yes i keep it 100 percent. and i'll say well if the woman i'm with is not does not look like that I said do you want to be do you want to look like that why are you asking her that because it shows for her to point it out it shows uh almost like a insecurity a want or insecurity or jealousy but you're poking at it yeah but she brought I didn't, it up she i didn't bring it up, up. She i can't poke at something i didn't bring up yeah but you just you asked her do you want to look like this? No, I ask. I'm this curious. Is after. This is that's, after no, no, she yeah, brought it up. But that's a curiosity. I'm wondering, like, is this what you, you think is attractive as well? Oh, okay. It's a curiosity. I thought you were saying it so that way you can be like, oh, oh well, yeah, you need to get in the gym. Oh, I would never do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, um, excuse you? Nah, that's why I, Mark, no, that, I thought I, know, I heard that, that too. That's yeah, that's what I heard at first. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I was saying as far as, like, even when he mentioned Michael B. Jordan, right? Even when he mentioned Michael B. Jordan, he was like, um... Y'all fiend over Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. I see that. I say, all right, cool. I got to be better than Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. So I'm hitting the gym. Okay, so you mm-hmm. use it's, it. That's interesting because men use that as motivation and, and women sometimes. I'm not going to say for everyone. We might be jealous or we might feel insecure like because of it. Yeah. Right. motivation is complicated because I don't look at Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. This is the thing. So... Man, I got a lot of I've been better than Michael B. Jordan, by the way, for everyone listening. So, so like generally speaking with women and um, the way uh, rhetoric goes, mm-hmm. they pick a trait and they decide that this is like like any guy with a beard. Oh, right? he's warming up. He's warming up. He's warming up. He's He's a thing. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like, but but but. I think anyone can notice that, like some guys. By the way, Marcus has a beard. Yeah, we all actually have. Not me. Not no struggle beard. But not no struggle beard. Like you know, we connect. We got Wi-Fi in here. Oh, that's so strong. The signal's strong. So listen. So I just, it's just crazy that like like I know so many guys hit me up on some like guys have stopped me in the street like on some like yo how did you get your beard like that. That's really? Guys ask that? I got so much because, because times yeah. are critical right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, he's not. He's, yo, he's so the Great right. Depression. You know he's like, right. If you don't have a beard, they're not even paying you any money. Like, or the Killmonger um, shit the, on your head. I don't want the no Killmonger shit. What do you like the Killmonger? like the hair. The combo is deadly. The beard and the Killmonger? I thought about it. It's just like if you, it's like if you, there's guys running around that have done whatever they have done to get beards. There's guys running around that have struggle beards. Uh-huh. They don't connect. It's just out of desperation. You understand? And it's because we got to eat. Yeah. Like we, we can't starve. I, I've been saying this a lot lately. We got to mm. eat. We can't starve. So there's certain, there's certain things you, you're going to do. It just don't make, it's not motivation. It's like, I'm going to starve if I don't do this. Like, I don't have no stock. I don't have no pull. I have, 
how am I going to win? No social capital. Yeah, like, how am I? Wait, your beard is your social capital? It's kind of like like women with the Moroccan pants. You know those Moroccan flare pants? The ones that give anybody a booty? Ooh, the stretch ones, yeah. Yeah, so you know how, like, any woman puts those on? Uh And they're out, like, they out here Mm -hmm. with the (laughs) off-the-shoulder shirt. That's the go-to. That's beards for guys. That's beards and tapers for guys. Like, I don't don't feel that way, you know? Like, Uh I'll shave my beard or whatever. The only reason I I keep my beard is because I shave my beard, like, um... That's the crazy thing. I didn't when I was a monk. I just bald headed when I was a monk, but mm. I didn't shave my beard. But when I went to California, I shaved my beard down because I was like, it's some, my beard grows too fast mm. for me to cut it. So I'm not dependent on that. But not every guy is running around with that kind of confidence. Yeah. Mm. Most guys are like out here, like, I feel insecure because I don't got it. So you look at like Michael B. Jordan. You go on you go on Twitter, you got all these girls. And he don't even have a beard now that I think about it. Right. But you gotta be brolic, you gotta you gotta have dimples, you, have to overcompensate. you, gotta, have nice, you gotta compensate with extra white teeth and all this other stuff. <laughs> and it, it goes both ways because guys are doing it trying to like, we're like holding this person as a standard mm-hmm. and niggas got to get in the gym, niggas got to do X, Y, Z, niggas got to have a beard, all that. Mm-hmm. And then women look at this person, now I got to get my waist snatched, now I got to pose with this bag, now I got to go to this place. I am here's a here's confidence a is important. Yeah. Here's a loophole though, is that we're getting, because, because women are the oppressed population between men and women, right? There's a there's a there's a kickback with women. So there's like a there's a want to stand. There's like a as a matter of fact, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna just be this, and you better take it. Mm. And then there's a slander if you don't take it, and that can turn into all. I can't <laughs> like if I don't like I have confidence, so I could just I just know I know who I am, so I could pull whatever I want. But your average guy that doesn't have any backing or any explanation of what he's doing, he's like running around like I just don't got that. I just don't. You just gonna have to take it. Mm-hmm. Yo, you, you're, you're gonna lose your stock to mm-hmm. me and everyone else at this table. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you like you you can't like rhetoric your way into making me feel bad that I'm not attracted to you because you're not okay. Well, well, you're trying to prove to me that because you are fine with what you are, I should be attracted to you. Okay, if that I makes sense. I see what you're saying. So it's just like, but F- you like what you like, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. But that yes. don't make me feel bad because I'm not attracted to what you are offering. Okay, so and I don't have to be. And that's why I'm saying okay. confidence. No, confidence goes. <laughs> <Do> up. <we>? <laughs> <laughs> see, I don't. I don't think we have to be. But again, like the fact that we're not the oppressed population plays into so much. No, I don't have to say that you look. I don't have to say that you're ugly because you're fat. But mm-hmm. I don't have to be attracted to you though, right? That's the. That's the. I, you're who you are, and that's amazing. That's beautiful, and be who you are, and I support you a hundred percent, right? Five, but I don't have to be attracted to you. But then if you, five, mm. if five quote unquote big women come in here, right, and tell you and ask you, so you don't think none of us is pretty, and you say no, no, one, yeah, some, that some of them might be pretty though. But what if none of them are pretty to you? Then I would say I don't find you attractive. Right. So is there a difference and between finding wrong? someone pretty and thinking they're attractive? Yeah, because somebody can like be pretty to you and yeah, you're, you're not attractive. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, I look at it like this, right? Right now in the in the NFL, I don't really know football like that, but in the NFL there's more than one black quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Before there were black quarterbacks, you just you couldn't like as a black person, if there's one black quarterback, I have to like him because there's no black right, quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Now that there's more than now there's one, an abundance. Now that there's more than one, I can pick and choose. I can be like, ah, oh, he's trash because I'm no. It's no longer a race issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? But because there's a oppression backing behind it, we don't have the space to be like, I'm not attracted to you. I don't have the space to be like, I don't, I don't have this preference. You get slandered. I know that I can. I, we here can back why we don't have preference for people. Mm-hmm. But if if the right woman at the right time takes the right quote. And throws it on the social. We get killed. Categories. I think it's important to note that the oppression is there, though. That men will always benefit from these from always. these like preferences oh, or whatever. Sure. I think it's important that you know, especially that that men say that yes, this this exists in this 
is to the detriment of of a, of a woman, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if I don't find you attractive, I should just be able to say that because women can outright call niggas broke, call niggas ugly, Brokies, call, call us boys. anything on earth, right? And, yeah. and niggas just gotta take it because of this oppression that because of your ego, right? exactly because you because of what X Y Z. But you can't say the same thing about someone else because of this oppression, I right? I can't call a girl. I'd have bro. to say that. I acknowledge it and it exists and I work actively against it. But I also, if I don't find you attractive, that just fucking is what it is. Confidence Hold is Without confidence, we would not have Erica Badu. And if I don't find you attractive, then so what? I'm not the prettiest nigga on earth. What does Erica Badu and Solange have to do with it? No, I'm just saying, like, confidence plays. No, what I'm saying is confidence plays into a lot of these conversations. Because when you have these conversations with a lot of women, like, yo, nigga's not checking for me. Yeah, but maybe mommy, your confidence is low. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I know, I know, okay. I know, I know for a fact that I'm attracted to confidence. Uh-huh. So it's right. just like you might not necessarily be the most stylish, or like might have the voluptuous body, but confidence really like cuts mm. through. Like you don't really give a fuck about. It. You gonna wear whatever outfit you put on. You just woke up and you put the shit on, but your confidence is what what's like. And right, that like, speaks well. That's exuding. Like I feel that. Like oh, she really don't. She wore that shit and she don't give a fuck. That's mm. fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whereas in just like, oh, Shorty got everything that she thinks she's supposed to have on, but you could see that she's like, she's she's not into like she's not into herself. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, and I brought that up to say, well, she looked like, like all her friends. That too. But I brought that up to say where it's just like you have Janelle Monet on her new album. She she talks about this boy that was making fun of her yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in middle school. Whereas in she couldn't afford to have like name brand clothes. So she started thrifting just so she can create her own style. Mm. So without confidence, we wouldn't have Janelle Monet today if she wasn't that confident at that point. You know what I'm saying? I so it's just like, like everybody here has their own style, right? But it's just like. If I don't have the confidence, I like my friends used to tease me two years ago because I wore Birkenstocks, right? Uh-huh. If I didn't have the confidence to wear it, then the world wouldn't have worn them now. Yeah, right. like, a like, visionary. Like, oh, it's actually funny. See, you're gonna laugh. <laughs> we have a friend right now that's that's wearing Birkenstocks, and I said, "Oh, did he make fun of you?" <laughs> oh, he two was years oh, ago. Yeah, uh, he was, interesting. And a said, visionary. And I said, "I, said, I stand." And, I, <laughs> and, and it <laughs> happened to with the chino pants too. A trendsetter. Like, I used to wear chino, chino shorts. And like niggas like, yo, you got your you got your um just like Shiggy use like yo, you got your thighs out. Nigga. You, pop. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, niggas wear chino shorts. It's just it's Niggas really... flamed your chino shorts? Bro, so it was that, a different time. He was exposing his knees. That's that queen shit. He was exposing his knees. Give me some good money. What's wrong with exposing shirts, the knees? So, now it's good now. Now it's good. Now before it was it was in the thing. But wearing baggy denim shorts. But it's toxic masculinity. It's really confidence, man. I tell you, I tell the people, you have to really be comfortable in the skin that you're in. Not saying that you shouldn't be working on yourself but you really need to be comfortable with who you are because people will really eat you a lot even like especially on the internet where it's just like all right say you like jelani right Mm -hmm. makes it like a bad joke and then somebody with a whole lot of followers like takes takes Mm -hmm. his takes his uh profile picture like and takes a Mm -hmm. takes a screenshot of the tweet like so you're gonna let him talk to you Mm -hmm. like this you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. compares a tweet and be like he has no right to talk to me like this because he looks like this but if Jelani's, if Jelani's not confident, he's going to go back into his shell. But mm-hmm. Jelani's confident, so he's going to be like, fuck out of here. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? I, so it's just like... Pulling up with them sticks. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> even with confidence, you could even get even more microscopic. Because for me, with women, like, I could like a... I could like a... You could be shy, but you just got to not live your... Your existence can't thrive on men's oppression. Like, that shit is weird to me. Like, I, mm. I understand that. I know it's there. And I, and I know it's overbearing, and I know that shit is a heavy influence on your life. 
And that's why when I meet a woman who's able to just block it out and just exist independent of it, it's so attractive. It's like, damn, like you're super progressive. Like, cause, cause you got, you got a lot of people that are just like super like thrive on the past, thrive on the past. No Kanye, progression. Kanye mentioned mm-hmm. something like that, but oh, they dragged the him Bible of Kanye. Yeah, whatever. I mean, Kanye, <laughs> I mean, Kanye had his points, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just, it's just, it's, it's, I said it, I said it the other day too to my friend, I was like, what would black people in America really be without white oppression at this point? Because we thrive on white. We th- we are super responsive and reactionary yep. right. to, to white oppression. That shit kind it's of, like we're we comfortable are, in it. it. Yeah. We're like really comfortable with the idea that we're oppressed. People make money mm. off of that shit. Yeah, people like, make like, money okay, off of that, that's what, what, yeah. yeah, Black media, black media on television, like black entertainment television is sur- like revolves around oppression. Like around like oppressive oppressive situations amongst black people like right. that's entertaining for us but to counter argue that mm-hmm. white people in corporate america profits off of our outrage so it's yeah. literally it's a cycle okay. that's why when 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 they forbes had said that kylie was making 900 million i was like y'all all cancel everyone and but then whenever whenever she breathes you were retweeting it mm-hmm. we tweet it and we try to drag her she's not looking at none of them tweets she no, don't, she don't all, care. All, it was what's the what's the white chick tommy lauren right she yeah. had said something her tweet got 200 retweets some girl dragged her got seventeen thousand. right so now tommy lauren's, now, tommy lauren's audience is so much vast like mm-hmm. i don't i don't like taylor swift at all mm-hmm. i will never tweet her i will never talk mm-hmm. about her i don't say nothing. you don't need to give her any more exposure no clout but it's like but it's like if you don't fuck with this person then, leave, then him leave him alone that, that's hood rules like <laughs> right. that's hood rules if you're in the street if you don't fuck with somebody you don't you don't you don't bring yeah, them up like, to other people why are you gassing it for yeah. them? right because because retweets i, I want to do like a study on this retweets and like likes it, it does something to people in the brain. And I feel like people care about that more than they care about progression, than they care about, like, getting out of the mud um, as a people. People really just only care about dragging, canceling, yeah. and then what comes of that. But canceling right. only exists online. Yeah. It canceling only, gets you only, money. I wish people cancel me. No, Niggas no, get money after they get canceled. Of, no, in Shea real Moisture life, got the, money after they got canceled. They sure did. Oh, boy. It probably actually cancel made me. Their, their business skyrocket. Yeah. Wow. But I was going to say... You do a two-for-one package. You cancel me and Jelani. <laughs> the real-life version of canceling is like you being friends with someone and then y'all beefing and then you telling somebody else, oh, nah, you can't be friends with them anymore. And then being upset That's that they... It is weird. It's it's very middle school, yeah. but people yeah. still do that. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh-uh, I don't fuck with her, so you shouldn't fuck with her either. Oh, you not you fucking with her still? Then uh, uh-uh, uh, you are uh, not fucking with you. Mm. It's the same thing. Strange. That's dumb. It's though. applicable. It's very dumb, but that's how like people that. still think. You people still not live like associate like with people that think that way. I don't. That's, okay, I'm great. grown. I, I've let go of those people. But yes, <laughs> I did want to go back to the confidence thing because oh, I did want to ask y'all how confident are you in the bedroom. I feel like you can't have sex without confidence. Like, what is mm. what is confidence? Le- what is confidence less sex? I'm gonna put it this way: mm. I like sex with the lights on, and I'm not. <laughs> oh, no, you real I'm, confident? I'm, I'm not no, Michael B. Jordan. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. Oh, he over here sucking his teeth too. <laughs> Yo, Travis. Heard it, are Travis. You? Summertime, Travis. That's funny. <laughs> CJ, I know you got something to say. I have nothing. Um, <laughs> know what I mean, same. I'm, com- I'm just confident. I'm, yeah. uh-huh. Very confident. Nah, I'm CJ. I'm, I'm, I'm a relationship. I'm a mastermind. Okay. And we're both that, happy. And I, <laughs> and I respect that. I show and proof. CJ's Mr. Confident. Yeah, I show and proof. CJ's Mr. Yeah, that's, that's why CJ got. CJ's CJ the Williams, ghost. By the way, he's like Styles P the ghost. It's CJ the ghost. You don't say much. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna share a funny ass story about CJ. Nothing like wow, but it's funny. Please, I don't. Please, I mean CJ. We're, we weren't like 
real close. I knew CJ since high school, but we weren't super close in high school. But I remember a conversation, and it was an issue. Like, something happened at school. Because I wasn't really in the mix at school, but CJ was. And it was just a like, conversation at lunchtime. Like, yo, these dudes coming up to school. Like, what's up? Like, oh, they might have guns. CJ's That's just it. like, yo, like, I dodge bullets. Talk dirty. And then And then, like, somebody was just like, naturally, somebody was just like, Bro, you can't dodge bullets. He's just like, I can dodge bullets. <laughs> Super confident. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. And like, if you don't know CJ, he's going to rub you the wrong way. I want to tell uh-huh. CJ story Hundred thousand percent. Hundred thousand percent. If you do not know CJ and you have a confident uh, conversation with him, you're probably like, what the fuck is wrong with this? <laughs> like, there's no way that he like he is either yo he's an asshole or he has to be trolling me because he cannot feel this way. Uh-huh. And you just like like me if I know the person, I'm just like. Nah, this is, I like this. Yo, this is him, yo. This, this is him. Legit. You just gotta accept it. I think CJ kind of blew mine in the beginning because, like, I didn't understand them. Like, we went to the same college, so I was a senior and he was a freshman. And I remember my, fr- I didn't hit my stride in Stony until like junior year, maybe. That's when I was like, oh, I'm really that nigga out here. You know what I'm saying? Um, but C, when he came in, like. He was out there, like <laughs> he was out there. I'm Gave like zero fucks. And I didn't have, Wait, a, I so didn't have a problem. You're the younger one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. You were a senior. He was yeah, a freshman. Yeah. Yeah. I have. I had no problem with him. Uh-huh. I was just like, this nigga is like out. Like he was very much like in people's faces at the parties, at the functions. You know what I'm saying? With the joints and all that. And I was like, I, after a while, like you just grow to respect it. You know what I'm saying? Like you just gotta. You can only respect something like that. You know what I'm saying? That type of um, attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really about comfortability. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah, like so, I don't understand people that like. How could you not be comfortable at this point? In the yeah. bedroom, I want to go off tangent. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like, no, but we got to make a switch because we are coming up on time, and okay. I want to make sure that you all can tell us about blowing O's oh, at the end you, of the month. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. So tell me, you know, first of all, I'll lay out the details. But what inspired that? So this is your fourth one. Yeah. Why mm. did you start doing it? And so, and how does the whole smoking cigar thing play into cigar talk, cigar talking cigar whiskey? Whiskey, cigar cigar whiskey, whiskey, whiskey talk? Thank you, cigar and whiskey talk. Mm-hmm. So, how does that all correlate? I'm gonna be very real with you. It was very, it was a vain idea. I thought, I personally thought that it would be dope as fuck if we, as Devin and Douchebags, would put on suits, party with beautiful women, and smoke cigars and watch them have a great time and us join them mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's like the basis of the idea and it, i just i'm just Visionary. i guess i'm just happy that it caught on and people like the idea and people are still coming four years later because people were jumping the fence to, fence to come to the party last year jumping the fence so oh my god i'm just glad that <laughs> i'm just glad that the idea you caught fire so because it was a very simple idea yeah those are the yeah. things that, that pop off the, the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good vibes. Go ahead. I mean, Scar and Whiskey Talk, Scar and Whiskey Talk wasn't really connected to blowing those. I mean, cigars kind of got, like, became part of our brand almost. Yeah, mm-hmm. almost did. If you, mm-hmm. anybody else want to sign us with a cigar, where we talk. But, um, yeah, it is. <laughs> Wait, so is Cigar and Whiskey Talk separate from the Debonair It's all, Debonair it's under the Debonair Douchebag umbrella, okay. but it's a different, it's not, it's not connected, not connected to blowing those. Yeah, okay. yeah, they're two separate entities. Subsidiaries under Devin and Douchebag. Yeah, mm-hmm. go check that out on YouTube. Yeah, well, sure. tell, give him like a quick blurb about what it's about. Well, Cigar and Whiskey Talk is, uh, it's really like me, Sam, Taylor, and in the later season, uh, just talking about different topics. And, you know, uh, I, I mean, I have a lot of it quote-unquote unorthodox opinions about stuff you know 
and really it's just me sounding crazy and Sam. I wouldn't say he sounds crazy. <laughs> it's just his opinions you guys are, are good, yeah, uh, super uh, a good off play of each other. Right, yeah. I agree. Yes, uh, Cigar and Whiskey Talk is just a, a way for gentlemen to express themselves uh, intellectually and have opinions that people might not necessarily agree with, but they're uh, confident in expressing them regardless. Mm-hmm. So th- there, there's a lot of moments where Marcus just doesn't agree with anything else that we have saying. <laughs> yes, and now defend it, and he usually does defend it to a team. About, listen, yeah. I don't even open my mouth unless the thing is proofread like five times. I don't take publishing very seriously mm-hmm. i don't talk about nothing i don't know about so if you so if i say it we can debate it and mm-hmm. we can have a long back and forth about it mm-hmm. mm-hmm. confidence mm-hmm. so when is blowing o's and what time and how can people get there all that jelani is the mouthpiece right. yes july 28th um starts at five five to ten five to seven five to eleven now five, five to eleven now Ooh, yeah shout, shout out to the new venue um mm-hmm. it's gonna be at bar 13 rooftop um very beautiful spot um, really, really big outdoor area. So please pull up. We're gonna be able to have the there's enough room for DJs, women, and and a whole bunch of niggas' egos. So there's gonna be a lot of room out there. <laughs> need a um, lot of room for that. Need a lot yeah. of room for the egos. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be five to seven. There's gonna be the drink specials and all that. So come get saucy. You know, let let loose a little bit um, before everything happens. Because you know, niggas like to show up at seven and be like, oh, you know, you know, too cool for school. Come there a little early, get a little saucy. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's going to start filtering in. Um, we had a little bit of a, a little, you know, something that we had to put past us, but it's on to bigger and better for um, with the venue and all that. Mm-hmm. So bar 13 on July 28th, please get your tickets ASAP because they are definitely going. Um, the first week, I think we saw like one eighth of the um, of the total amount of tickets we had. The first the first weekend, we actually dropped them. Mm-hmm. Um, I did the math, so you know, keep up. The the mathematicians. The numbers. So yeah, I mean, um, pull up. It's this the fourth one. The last one, um, the last one was different. Honestly, I had a great time, but. You know, the lady tried to shut it down because it was too much. For, like we literally, we literally had like the bars, like the bartenders, like running around. They couldn't support the party that we had. Like yeah. they weren't able to like hold it. You know what I'm saying? Which is why we had to go to a bigger place or whatever. And we're happy about that. But um, you know, make sure you're there. Make sure you're on time. Make sure you look like you have to dress like your life depends on it. Mm-hmm. Like, I like seriously. how you put that. Uh, Marcus actually created a new slogan for yeah. Blow Up. Blow up. <laughs> it's just me talking. Right Which is there. what? <laughs> moisturized and dressed romantically. But that's how okay. I am every day, though. Like, uh-huh. You should be moisturizing <laughs> and you should be dressed romantically. Yeah. You know I mean? so. Please moisturize. I like to say that blowing O's is a safe space for men and women to shoot their shot and if you're not assisting with shot shooting you need to get the fuck out the paint Damn. immediately immediately <laughs> if you're not assisting practice. with your homegirl shooting her shot and her, her boo potential boo you need to get out the paint no waste man yeah no, no waste no, no, no waste gal neither no. <laughs> I'm good with y'all Okay, cool. Thank you so much for having us. Of course. Yeah, Thank for you for dope. coming. Very, I'm definitely going to try to Yo, come you to You really the party. have a really nice like voice. I don't know like Thank you. if you got Aaron like, Taylor. Yeah, yeah, like y'all super Jordan sexy too. voice Jordan gang. has a nice Thank like you. voice gang. Yeah, yeah I need to have a podcast that, like all just, y'all just talking. I'm going to fall asleep, right? Because it's going to be just relaxing. Oh, wait, wait. My bad, my bad. Blowingos.info is where you get those tickets. Oh, Blowingos.info. Oh, okay. on, it's on my page, it's on Travis page, it's on the Debonair Douchebag page, very, very Twitter, simple. Debonair DB, um, on Instagram, Debonair Douchebags. You can follow me, Debonair, I mean, Debonair, Debonair Dapper, Dapper. under um, 
Dapper underscore Dapper on Twitter, Dapper Data on Instagram. Please, actually, don't request my Instagram. That's private for me and my family. Um, get step. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> wealth. Get the, get the step. <laughs> wealth. Blowingos.info. That's where you get your tickets. Please get them now. We have gifts. We have special things for the people that have what kind tickets. Of can can mm. we... Yeah, you can uh, I mean, they can't game? really get the they can't really get the like the perks unless they have the ticket. So like, we have uh, special discount codes for self made uh, handmade ties and mm. body butters, uh, handmade Ooh. body butters. Yeah. Uh, if you purchase a ticket, uh-huh. by, you know, butters mm-hmm. by Tenny and Porvoir self made ties. I love that. Yeah, mm. so and we still have tickets. more coming. Yeah, yeah and we got tickets. more. So get your tickets, man. More yeah. sponsors. Okay. Yeah. Anything else you want to plug? Um, listen, the streets um. is watching. At Master Williams. Streets is done. <laughs> Streets have been uh, watching. You guys deserve a lot more than uh, La Marina and <laughs> Hudson Pateras. Mm-hmm. Every Saturday, uh, mm-hmm. Splash Brunch. Splash Brunch. Splash Brunch. This Saturday. I'll listen. see you there. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that is this weekend, yeah. Wait, I have yes. heard about Splash Brunch. Oh, yes, you did. Sure. Oh, <laughs> damn. I didn't know that was y'all, too. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. You got a mouthful of donuts. Come Sorry, on. I'm, I'm eating my donuts that I brought. That you didn't offer. No, you can have. It's just, why would I buy myself <laughs> a box of munchkins? Not munchkin. one person said, hey, someone, would you like a around. munchkin? Munchkin community donuts. I'm, I'm, yeah, beggars can be true. Listen, so. All right, listen. I've been the photographer. I'm, I'm, I can't proclaim to be an official photographer, but I've been a photographer. I've, I've done photography for a splash one before. The pressure is on. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. I'm not playing. I'm not even going to drink. I'm not going to. I'm not abusing any vices. I might meditate for four hours straight before I show up. Splash <laughs> right. brunch hit my group chat like, "Yo, y'all, y'all fuck with this party." I was hit like, my, "Hit my group chat." I was like, "How do y'all know about this?" Like, I was like, "Yo, listen." Where I didn't, is I didn't say brunch, nothing. Actually. Oh man, Uncle Phil's house. <laughs> it damn All sure right. is, no, no, that's what we call it. it. Damn sure, mm-hmm. it, like, it's, it's legit. Like it's Uncle it's Phil's house. Really, that type of energy. That type of <laughs> is time. it really? I don't it's yeah. really. Wait, that would be in Long Island this weekend. Go. Can y'all? We, we gonna might, show you some pictures come. after. After <laughs> we gonna like pull okay, up, pull up the okay. I'm gonna. Page. I wanna. I wanna put Splash Brunch in a bubble. So my friends and I, we created Splash Brunch because we didn't enjoy any of the parties that were going on mm. three years ago. So we're like, that. yo, we need to create a party where people that we know and like-minded individuals can come and have a good time. So the 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 science behind Splash Brunch is really, if. I bring a friend and we want to have and somebody else wants to have communication or you know talk you know the three it's literally three degrees of separation between us two and it really just makes that conversation much easier to happen versus yeah. when you go to a random party mm. just like oh I'm here with my guys are you here with your homegirls probably not being social you guys probably party amongst themselves it, that doesn't really happen at splash brunch actually if you do that splash brunch is really just you know, it, 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 you look weird from yeah, it's yeah. Weird. Say, just, really? I don't know how much time we got but like, like for minutes. me not for me not being part of that that group that throws that event and just being like I just got hit up on a whim because the first one was at somebody that I knew's like uh, house mm-hmm. so I just got hit up on a whim like this is what's going on right now I was just at my house chilling now I shouldn't have my camera on me and I had never seen like <laughs> there was a point where they stopped everything to like thank the crowd like it was it was wow yo That's like beautiful. it was really different yeah. like Aww. it's like. All right, so Splash Brunch is not promoted on the internet. You'll never see, like, 
You never yeah, see it's a, sp- a word of mouth campaign because I have not seen any remnants. You won't of it on see a link on the internet it's, at all, but everyone's in my face asking me if I'm going. People won't tell you the link because they don't want to get kicked off the email list. So it's yeah. kind of like, we oh, y'all I, exclusive. So we don't, it's okay. really one of those things where it's just like, we Scary, want to protect, really. <laughs> we want to protect the vibe that we've created. So it's uh-huh. just like, if you know that you've, like, if, Say Splash Splash Brunch began in 2015, right? Uh-huh. So if you know that you didn't get invited 2015, 2016, and you get your invite now, it's kind of like Ooh, I'm not, not going to be the reason why I get kicked off the email list. So that's mm-hmm. a fact. So, like, Damn, I, so it's like a secret society. That's what Marcus likes to call it. I don't I like so. to call it that. Yo, I showed it up. It sounds like that. I showed, like the first time I took pictures, it was just me on like leisure, just taking pictures, and and then you know, people were like, "Yo, we like the pictures." And the second time I showed up and we started talking business. And the pictures got better. And then the last time, I, the pictures got better. Oh, yeah, the last bit. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it's, and it's easy because everyone's so... I don't know if it's photogenic or photographic. I don't know what the word is. Now, Marcus, is, Marcus is just really good at his job. Book up. Mm-hmm. Everyone Jack just... Everyone yes. just like... I was like, yo, there's... You know, you you go to parties and you mm-hmm. I'm sure you and your girls talk percentages of ugly to attractive guys <laughs> in the event. Right? We have before, yeah. Of course, right? Guys do the same thing. Okay. I've never seen a percentage like this. I've never seen consistency, really? consistency like this, and not just I'm man enough to be like, yo, a guy is handsome and a girl is and a girl is beautiful, right? Yeah. Just it's just pretty people, There's like nines everyone. And tens everywhere. I can just I can just randomly click, and everything is a hundred likes at least. Mm. So it's just I don't know. It's, I think it's secret society. I've never seen that like that. And That's a really dope follow, concept. And then we Hold follow up. up with blowing nose. Like is, you can't yeah. lose. Yeah, you you really can't July lose. July is lit. You're welcome. Blowing nose. You're welcome. <laughs> your, your July is set. Thanks for You're welcome. <laughs> Okay, cool. Well, we don't talk offline about that. Mm-hmm. But thank you, gentlemen, so much for coming. I really enjoyed having you here. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. Um, yeah, thank you. So until oh, yeah. next... Go, oh, so go ahead. Is that your Instagram? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Plug your socials um, before we... Of course. We um, don't forget me neither. At Basso Williams. Can you spell I, that out, please? B-Y-S-I-R Williams. <laughs> All right? Thank I have a public page. So you can find me. Hey, yo. Public figure. <laughs> uh, on, on Instagram, it's via uh, dot jet jaguar. On Twitter, it's via jet jaguar. Um, it's Trav. Uh, born with a charm. Born W I T A charm. And via Simone. Instagram via dot Simone. Via twins. <laughs> via twins. And Twitter uh, via Simone underscore. Make sure that you are subscribed to the iTunes podcast channel. And if you like what you're listening to, please, uh, you know, give it a good rating. Five uh, stars. Follow only. me at, at Wale. <laughs> yes, at Wale. At B O B A T L. Gotta let that shit go. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, y'all. Stay tuned.